Hello, it's Sam here once again for Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. Today, I just wanted to, um, I suppose, just really speculate about what or how much we feel that marketing itself is actually about helping people. And I think I, I've really, in my own mind, that this was sparked from very early on in my career, really, where I had a, a job interview. And at the end of the interview, I was asked by, by a previous boss of mine, uh, a really good interview question, I think, which was, in a word, what is marketing? Uh, I may have mentioned this before in other podcasts, but it just made me think at the time. I mean, I'm putting on the spot. You you just think, well, what's the first word that comes into your mind? And um, the word that I came up was uh, relationships. So that was it. And I think it was a good answer because I, mean, I got the job. So that was one good thing. I don't know if it was just on the strength of that one answer or the rest of the interview and, and everything else I did. But um, it was based on um, the relationships answer really was based on my idea of, well, that I, I still do believe that is really essentially what marketing is, what good marketing is. Um, I don't feel that marketing is, you know, promotion, advertising, um, commercialization and just, you know, making money, for example, or, or generating sales or anything like that. It is about essentially about building relationships. And, and that is what we do, obviously, as, as human beings. We do it every single day of our lives. Um, we maintain, build, create, uh, unfortunately, sometimes um, end relationships with, with people. And, you know, it, it's all to do with this positive reinforcement of a, a, a two-way street, really, because a relationship by its its very nature is clearly... Um, you know, quid pro quo, you know, I, I give to it um, and, and the other side gives to it, you know, the other individual or, you know, myself and my family have a relationship with another family, you know, we, we both get something out of it. It's mutually beneficial, but therefore it means that really, you know, healthy relationships are ones where it's give and take. So really relationships are in effect this, this two-way street, of course, and it is very much uh, give and take. And that's what marketers are doing. I mean, whether you have any particular product or service, um, you are effectively presenting that product or service to the audience and therefore you are inviting them to interact with it. Um, mostly commercial, not always commercial, of course. It can be, you know, a public sector as well. But essentially you're getting people out there to consume said product or service and to, in return, to give you their money um, or to complete the, uh, the 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 service as it were with the, you know the NHS for example to utilize like with your COVID vaccine actually coming and getting the vaccine you're looking for them to consume that and that's that basically um, is your objective so really relationships is is the thing but I thought well there's another word there really which is uh, I say help and helping as I say at the top of I said at the top of this how much of marketing is about helping people because this has come up for me recently looking particularly at uh, lead conversion and the idea around not trying to generate leads and then convert leads or rather more convert leads I would say in a nurture journey by just giving them more and more information about this wonderful product and the benefits that it has you know if you think about marketing where you broadcast to people and say well here is this amazing service um it's great and it'll help you with x y and z you could you could have it very well targeted and get to an, the right audience and say you know expand all the virtues of this service and make sure that the people understand the benefits of it but once you've got those people into a conversion funnel perhaps it's it's a buying decision a decision cycle that's going to take longer 
it's going to involve not only the person themselves, it's going to be perhaps a B2B decision where it's going to involve multiple parties. You really then, in particular, I think, need to outline how this helps them. You know, So you do have the benefits, but I think it's, it's helping two forms of, of the understanding of the word, really. So it's helping in terms of this is the service that will help you achieve, you know, to overcome, you know, said challenge in your life so this service say it is i don't know say it's a you know a car valeting service say that you know car valeters who come out to your home and and clean your car luxury car valeting so that this service is obviously going to mean that you know if you like to have a nice clean car you'll have a nice clean car every week and you'll feel better for it and very happy that you have a beautiful clean car um so that's obviously a positive thing for you, a positive thing that helps you, helps you in your life. But if you're on the cusp of thinking, well, do I really need to pay, you know, 30 quid a week or I don't know how much it'd be. I've never had a car valeting service really like that sort or used to be one, but say it's 30 quid uh, a month, perhaps to have two valets uh, a month, um, people coming to your house, then, you know, what why would I actually engage in that? If I think, well, you know, I've probably got 30 quid kicking around, which I can spend on, you know, a, a really a service of this sort, which is not an essential at all, but a nice to have. Uh, I perhaps see this advert originally, have a look at it and then think, oh, well, you know, I'll come back to it. I'll, I'll maybe do that later on. And then perhaps I'll get retargeted by these people on Facebook or um, on, on, on Google. And then I, I'm reminded that this is an amazing service, which I should take advantage of. And look at all these happy people here with their lovely clean cars, uh, which they never have to clean out themselves because uh, with the kids chucking sweet wrappers and, and crumbs in the back and everything, that's all taken care of for me. It saves me, you know, an hour a month having to clean the car out and to clean on the outside as well. Um, if that is a really great service, then yes, they can remind me of those benefits, but they're helping me by saying this is how the service will help me in my life but then they also can help me to help myself to actually get this service over the line to actually convert so how are they helping me convert we know we've established that there's a strong positive benefit here where how this will help me in my life which of course i would say is the number one thing to to nail with any marketing proposition how will this help the target audience individual or company but then secondly, how are you helping them get to the point of actually converting? So they may very well be pretty much sold in inverted commas in terms of the benefits of this service, as I say, but they just need a little bit more help actually getting over the line. And of course, this is where you see the interface between see marketing and sales um, and, and the, the handover of, well, you know, I've generated this lead, I'm nurturing them, and then, you know, it's up to you, salesperson, to close it. But of course, a lot of the time you might not have a sales team and really it's a slightly blurry boundary really between where marketing ends and sales begins to a certain degree. I mean, sometimes it can be very, very clearly understood as a very clear uh, boundary where leads get handed over, whether it's in a CRM or other work processes. Of course, that's straightforward. But I think a lot of the time, particularly small businesses, you're not thinking, well, I'm just going to do the marketing here and then I'm going to hand over to my sales exec here who will pick this up and get on the phone and convert this person it's far more a case of you know how are my nurture campaigns how am I helping them along the journey and so I think it's just if you're thinking you're helping at every stage then that will give you certain solutions and certain um, approaches to to helping people and getting them to convert so I'd say if you're struggling with conversion think about how you are helping the person to 
convert. Because again, if I were to get this, this person in with this car washing, car valeting service, and uh, I, I track them in the first place, and then say my retargeting and my nurturing, I've got their email address, perhaps I, I go back to them several times and I say it's really great you know look here's some more testimonials of you know Mrs Jones down the road how how it's transformed her life and how it's so much easier getting the kids in the car for swimming now because she's not worried about it being a dirty car the next day when she has to go to work and look good selling whatever it might be on the road I mean whether people do that very much these days but anyway you get the idea um it's really uh, a case of if you then carry on doing that and you just keep on saying, you know, extolling the virtues, extolling the benefits, pushing and pushing and pushing the benefits, that might work and it will work in some instances. But for a number of other people, I think it could come across as quite salesy in the, in the more negative sense. And you are just talking about yourselves again and again and again. And that's not really conducive to helping someone in a relationship. And so I think if you're actually then f focusing on, well, what are the barriers? So first of all, what are the barriers to getting these people to actually get over the line? It could be that you just have to remind them and you're retargeting them and, and pushing them again and again to actually get on with it and and do this thing. So in a way, you are helping them by giving them helpful reminders about actually getting this over the line, you know, getting the credit card out, booking the first service and cracking on. But perhaps you might help them more effectively if you say, well, actually, you don't have to pay on the first service. Perhaps the, our payment methods are you know, really easy, straightforward. Perhaps you have some sort of, you know, um, little uh, iZettle or, uh, you know, card reader. There are other brands available, of course. Some sort of card reader which you you come along and, uh, and say, well, we take payment on the day once the job's done and once you're happy with it. Or perhaps you get your first car valet for free because we want to, we're so confident in the service that we want to see, to show you that it's it's going to be worth your while. Perhaps you say you get the first valeting free um, but you can pay for it if you want to. And then you can set up your standing order there and then um, your regular payment. So again, we're helping you making it sound easy to get you over the line to get converted. Perhaps it's perhaps it's something to do with, you know, um, give us a bit of information about your make and model. How can we help you refine this service, make it feel as if it's it's more of a relationship where we're finding out more about you? You know, is it a case that you've got some big four by four where we need to send two two people, two person team, or is it something where we send one person, let's look at, you know, what times of the day you need to have your car valeted, you know, is it, is it better for weekends, is it better for weekdays, is it first thing in the morning, is it late at night, you know, how do you want to organise it, do we have to do it at home, do we want to do it at your place of work, do we do it um, when you, you've got the car parked elsewhere, you know, because we've got them, if you've got the infrastructure, of course, if you've got your valeting people uh, across the country covering all these locations. Um, Again, all of this is around two things, helping the person, helping them with a process which actually engages them to help get them over the conversion line, but also it's helping them in terms of, and helping you in terms of building relationship with them. So if you can utilize the best of your, you know, your automation, your um, your digital support, the way in which that is set up, not just to sell, sell and sell again to the person once you've already got them interested but in order to if your watchword is about and your whole ethos is around how can we help them from this point onwards how can we help them realize the benefits of this great service that we're trying to sell them but in a way that is is looking at it from the customer's perspective again so you talk about being customer centric but it is really about how can you help that person how can you actually help them get from not being a customer and utilizing your amazing service to utilizing it but 
with a genuine focus on helping them. So that's just one example. There are so many more out there. And I think it's really, as I say, if you combine those two words, in fact, helping and relationships, and you apply that ethos about each step of your, your touch points, your nurture journey with converting your leads in whatever you're doing, I think that that's a very healthy way to to look at um, this this journey and and what you have to have in mind when you when you start it when you build it and if it's not working apply this this thinking apply this thinking of are we helping these guys are we building relationships with them or are we just you know knocking them over the head with similar messages or knocking them over the head with very slick very nice messages which aren't actually helpful to them so that's my little thesis for the day hope you enjoyed it uh, as I say, Sally and I will be back on the airwaves again together and we, we've got some interviews lined up uh, very soon. So look out for that. If you enjoyed that today and if you'd like to contribute to the conversation and let me know, do you have any other words that you think are sort of watchwords for what marketing is and particularly how um, the, this focus on the on the conversion process of your leads and the nurture programs you might be running? What what are your watchwords there for, you know, that, that stay at the very centre of your approach? Let me know. And uh, you can contact on Twitter at MeandersPod. You can uh, you can also find us on Facebook, and uh, you can find us just on our, on our website. Really, you get in touch with us on Acast or wherever else. So just uh, look for Marketing Meanders, and you'll find us. And uh, if you enjoyed this, share it with your friends, and uh, we'd like to hear what they think too. Thank you very much, everyone. Take care. Bye for now. <laughs>